Hello, my darling, and welcome to today's story time. As requested from Robert, we have The Gods of Pagana by Lord Dunsani. I'm going to read a few of the short stories for you today. So lie back, close your eyes, and now, on with our story time of the making of the worlds. When Mana Yud Sushai had made the gods, they were only the gods, and they sat in the middle of time, for there was as much time before them as behind them, which having no end had neither a beginning and Vagana was without heat, or light, or sound, save for the drumming of scarls. Moreover, Vagana was the mill of it all, for there was below Vagana what there was above it, and there lay before it that which lay beyond. Then said the gods, making the signs of the gods, and speaking with their hands, lest the silence of Pagana should blush. Then said the gods to one another, speaking with their hands, Let us make worlds to amuse ourselves while Mana rests. Let us make worlds and life and death and colors in the sky. Only let us not break the silence upon Pagana. Then, raising their hands, each god according to his sign, they made the worlds and the suns and put a light in the houses of the sky. Then said the gods, Let us make one to seek, to seek and never to find out concerning the wherefore of the making of the gods. And they made by the lifting of their hands each god according to his sign, the bright one with the flaring tail, to seek from the end of the worlds to the end of them again, to return again after a hundred years. Man, when thou seest the comet, know that another seekest besides thee, nor ever findeth out. Then said the gods, still speaking with their hands, Let there be now a watcher to regard. And they made the moon, with his face wrinkled with as many mountains, and worn with a thousand valleys, to regard with pale eyes the games of the small gods, and to watch throughout the resting time of Mana Yud Sushai to watch, to regard all things, and be silent. Then said the gods, Let us make one to rest, one not to move among the moving, one not to seek like the comet, nor to go round like the worlds, to rest while mana rests. And they made the star of the abiding, 
and set it in the north. And when thou seest the star of the abiding to the north, know that one risteth as doth Manayutsushai. And know that somewhere among the worlds is rest. Lastly, the god said, We have made worlds and suns, and one to seek and another to regard. Let us now to make one to wonder. And they made earth to wonder, each god by the uplifting of his hand, according to his sign. And earth was. of the game of the gods. A million years passed over the first game of the gods, and Mana Yudzushai still rested, still in the middle of time, and the gods still played with worlds. The moon regarded, and the right one sought, and returned again to his seeking. Then Kib, grew weary of the first game of the gods and raised his hand in Bagana, making the sign of Kib. And earth became covered with beasts for Kib to play with. And Kib played with beasts. But the other gods said to one another, speaking with their hands, What is it that Kib has done? And they said to Kib, What are these things that move upon the earth, yet move not in circles like the worlds, that regard like the moon, and yet they do not shine? And Kib said, This is life. But the gods said to one another, If Kib has thus made beasts, he will in time make men and will endanger the secret of the gods. And Mung was jealous of the work of Kib, and sent down death among the beasts, but could not stamp them out. A million years passed over the second game of the gods, and still it was the middle of time. And Kib grew weary of the second game, and raised his hand in the middle of all, making the sign of Kib, and made men. Out of beasts he made them, and earth was covered with men. And the gods feared greatly for the secret of the gods, and set a veil between man and his ignorance that he might not understand. And Mung was busy among men. But when the other gods saw Kib playing his new game, they came and played it too. And this they will play until Mana arises to rebuke them, saying, What do ye playing with worlds, and sons, and men, and life, and death? when they shall be ashamed of their playing in the hour of the laughter of Mana Yu Tushai. It was Kib who first broke the silence of Bagana by speaking with his mouth like a man.
and all the other gods were angry with Gib that he had spoken with his mouth. And there was no longer silence in Magana or the worlds. The deeds of Fung, Lord Valdeth, between Pagana and the Rim. Once, as Mung went his way athwart the earth and up and down its cities and across its plains, Mung came upon a man who was afraid when Mung said, I am Mung. And Mung said, Were the forty million years before thy coming intolerable to thee? And Mung said, Not less tolerable to thee shall be the forty million years to come. And Mung made against him the sign of Mung, and the life of the man was fettered no longer with hands and feet. At the end of the flight of the arrow there is Mung, and in the houses and the cities of men, Mung walketh in all places at all times, but mostly he loves to walk in the dark and still. Along the river mists, when the wind hath sank, a little before night meeteth with the morning upon the highway between Begana and the worlds. Sometimes Mung entereth the poor man's cottage. Mung also boweth very low before the king. Then did the lives of the poor man and of the king go forth among the worlds. And Mung said, Many turnings hath the road that Kib hath given every man to tread upon the earth. Behind one of these turnings sitteth Mung. One day, as a man trod upon the road that Kib had given them to tread, he came suddenly upon Mung. And when Mung said, I am Mung, the man cried out, Alas, that I took this road, for I had gone by any other way that I had not met with Mung. And Mung said, Had it been possible for thee to go by any other way, then had the scheme of things been otherwise, and the gods have been other gods, when Mana Yudshushai forgets to rest and makes again new gods, it may be that they will send thee again into the worlds, and then thou mayest choose some other way, and not meet with Mung. Then Mung made the sign of Mung, and the life of that man went forth with yesterday's regrets, and all old sorrows and forgotten things, whither Mung knoweth. And Mung went onward with his work to sunder life from flesh. And Mung came upon a man who had become stricken with sorrow when he saw the shadow of Mung. But Mung said, When at the sight of Mung thy life shall float away, there will also disappear thy sorrow at forsaking it. But the man cried out, O oh, Mung, tarry for a little and make not the sign of Mung against me now, 
or have a family upon the earth, with whom sorrow shall remain, though mine should disappear because the sign of Mung. And Mung said, With the gods it is always now, and before Sish hath banished many of the years, the sorrows of thy family for thee shall go the way of thine. And the man beheld Mung, making the sign of Mung before his eyes, which beheld things no more. Pagana The prophet of the gods cried out to the gods, Oh, all the gods save one, for none may pray to Monayud Sushai, nor shall the life of a man abide when Mung hath made against his body the sign of Mung. For the people with whom ye play have sought now. But the gods answered, speaking through the mist, Though thou shouldst tell thy secrets to the beasts, even that the beasts should understand, yet will not the gods divulge the secret of the gods to thee, that gods and beasts and men shall be all the same, all knowing the same things. That night, Yoharneth Lahai came to Ardek and said unto Imbalm, Wherefore wouldst thou know the secret of the gods, that not the gods may tell thee? When the wind blows not, where? Then is the wind. For when thou art not living, wherefore art thou? What should the wind care for the hours of calm, or thou before death? Thy life is long, eternity is short, so short that, shouldst thou die, and eternity should pass, and after the passing of eternity thou shouldst live again. Thou wouldst say, I closed my eyes, but for an instant. There is an eternity behind thee, as well as one before. Hast thou bewailed the eons that pass without thee, who art so much afraid of the eons that shall pass? Then said the prophet, How shall I tell the people that the gods have not spoken, and their prophet doth not know? For then should I be prophet no longer, and another would take the people's gifts instead of me. Then said Imbalm, the people, The gods have spoken, O Imbalm, our prophet. It is as the people believe whose wisdom hath discovered the secret of the gods. And the people, when they die, shall come to Bagana, and there live with the gods, and there have the pleasure without toil. And Bagana is a place all white, with the peaks of mountains, on each of them a god. And the people shall lie upon the slopes of the mountains, each under the god that he hath worshipped most when his lot was in the worlds. 
and there shall be music beyond thy dreaming, come drifting through the scent of the orchards and the worlds, with somewhere, someone, singing an old song that shall be as half-remembered thing. And there shall be gardens that have always sunlight, and streams that are lost in no sea beneath skies forever blue. And there shall be no rain, nor no regrets. Only the roses that in highest Pagana have achieved their prime shall shed their petals in showers at thy feet. And only far away, on the forgotten earth, shall voices drift up to thee that cheered thee in thy childhood about the gardens of thy youth. And if thou sighest for any memory of earth, thou hearest unforgotten voices. Then will the gods send messengers on wings to soothe thee in Pagana, saying to them, There one singeth, who hath remembered earth. And they shall make Pagana more seductive for thee still, and they shall take thee by the hand, and whisper in thine ear, till the old voices are forgot. And besides the flowers of Pagana, there shall have climbed by then, until it hath reached Pagana, the rose that clambered above the house where thou wast born. That there shall also come the wandering echoes of all such music as charmed thee long ago. Moreover, as thou sittest on the orchard lawns that clothe Pagana's mountains, and as thou hearkenest to melody that always sways the soul of the gods, there shall stretch away far down beneath thee the great unhappy earth till gazing from rapture upon sorrows, thou shalt be glad that thou wert dead. And from thee great mountains that stand aloof and over the others, Grimble, Zebul, Trehagobul, shall blow the wind of the morning and the wind all the day, borne upon the wings of all the butterflies that have died upon the worlds to cool the gods and Pagana. Far through Pagana, a silvery fountain, lured upward by the gods of the central sea, shall fling its waters aloft, and over the highest of Pagana's peaks, above Triha Gobul, shall burst into gleaming mists to cover highest Pagana, and make a curtain about the resting place of Mana Yu Sushai. Alone, still, and remote below the base of the inner mountains, lieth a great blue pool. Whoever looketh down into its waters may behold all its life that was upon the worlds, and all the deeds that he hath done. None walk by the pool, and none regard its depths, for all in Pagana have suffered, and all have sinned some sin and it lieth in the pool. And there is no darkness in Pagana, for when night hath conquered the sun, and stilled the worlds, and turned the white peaks of Pagana into grey, 
Then shine the blue eyes of the gods like sunlight on the sea, where each god sits upon its mountain. And at last, upon some afternoon, perhaps in summer, shall say the gods, speaking to the gods, What is the likeness of Mana Yutsushai? And what the end? And then Mana Yutsushai draw back with his hand the mist that cover his resting, saying, This is the face of Marayud Sushai, and this is the end. Then said the people to the prophet, Shall not black hills draw round in some forsaken land, to make a veil-wide cauldron, where the molten rock shall seethe and roar, and where the crags of mountains shall be hurled upward to the surface, and bubble, and go down again, that there our enemies may boil forever. And the prophet answered, It is writ large about the bases of Pagana's mountains, upon which sit its gods. Thine enemies are forgiven. And this, my darling, ends our story time for today. As always, I hope that you have very sweet and creepy dreams.